0: this is Becky Gannon with Mad About Miniatures. Today we have a very special guest, Cindy Coons. You may know her on Instagram as Sins in the Midi City. She is a longtime builder, collector, and fan of all things miniature. Hi, Cindy. Hello there, Becky. How are you? I'm good. I have been drooling over your latest project, the Designer Deluxe Closet.
1: I wanted a luxurious place to kind of lay out. So I knew that I wanted like the chaise lounge in one area. I knew I wanted to have like the wine bar and I wanted to have the wine fridge. I knew I wanted an island. There were things I had to have.
0: Oh, well, what's a luxury closet without a chaise and a wine bar?
1: <laughs> exactly. That was, you know, if if I had my own luxury closet closet, that's what would be there. So that was all I was working with was like, what is my dream? My fantasy is the list of things I would have. I would just tick it off and go, these are the things it must include. Right. And if I had more space, I would include more. So, you know, you can only go so big. People are now suggesting I build a second floor and I'm thinking it's probably not such a bad idea because there's so much that I wasn't able to fit in. And there are things that still I buy with not a place to put them. They're just
0: I was gonna ask that because did you build the closet and then buy things to fill it? No. No,
1: no, I'm no, I'm I'm out of control. I you already had stuff. Uh, yeah, I buy things because I fall in love with them and I see things and I'm just I literally Fall in love, and I have to have them. And I then have a collection. I could rattle off a list of things that I collect, and for no other reason than I just find them to be the most beautiful, amazing works of art that I can imagine. And so I have collections of so many things. And it just so happened that I had collections of bags, and shoes, and clothes, and jewelry, and all of these things. But I had no way to display them. So they're just, they're stored away. And then I could pull out maybe a bag and a pair of shoes or a couple things at a time and show them off. But there was no way to display them. Right. You know, or a pair would come in and I could, could photograph them, but there is no way to, to display the beauty of all of them together. And, and what is this? And Finally, it got to the point where through a conversation with my husband of he was going to to redo my closet for me, your real closet, my real closet. And for me to try and figure out what I wanted in my real closet, I, you know, I scoured the internet, I scoured magazines of just designer closets of what did I want in a closet that finally it came to the point of like, oh my God, I can make something. That was the point where I said, I need a way to then display my collection but but it's not enough which is really scary you still need more well you know
0: this is familiar to anyone who's ever done a house project I mean it starts off small how many times have you said oh I'm just going to change just one little thing in the house and before you know the whole kitchen's redone right
1: exactly exactly you paint the rooms you paint the walls in a room Oh, yeah, that's going to last Everything else now is redone.
0: Right, because then you got to, it doesn't match anymore.
1: Exactly. The next thing you know, the carpets ripped out. One thing leads to another. So
0: the scoop here is that you might need a second floor in your closet.
1: It's certainly <laughs> not out of the question because I, it never really was in my mind, but there's so many people that suggested and it's now starting to actually become like a little thought in the back of my head. Like there's this little thing that just goes off. And like, you know, it's just like another reason to do it. So every time, like I'll either buy something, like I recently purchased a couple pairs of shoes and uh, uh, bags from Patricia. And like, as soon as I like hit buy, (laughs) it was like, think, like, what are you going to do with those? And it's like, think second floor. Think second floor.
0: You know, I noticed the closet is carpeted in pink. Is that your signature color?
1: I love pink, yes, yes. I would have to say yes. That's my favorite color. That's your go-to. I actually, when I was building the closet, I had selected a pink that's actually it's it's velvet it's not really carpet it's not oh. it's carpet it's a velvet, and then I also selected a cheetah it was a, a very light cheetah pattern, and I put it out to my <laughs> on Instagram asking people for their preferences. What did people think was would look the best and it was pretty it was fairly split fifty fifty of what people wanted to see in it and so it I didn't have any real decision made of which way I should go. So I followed my heart and I went with the pink.
0: Always follow your heart when it comes to color. That's what I say.
1: Yep. The queen is pink and that's, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. And yeah, that's just kind of, that's been my favorite color for forever.
0: Are you going to some more miniature shows this year?
1: This is so sad. The Chicago International show has been canceled for the second time because it's just too soon. It's amazing. If you ever have an opportunity to travel to Chicago, to go to this show, I'm telling you, save your money, go to this show. You'll never regret it. It, it, You will have the time of your life. There are artists from around the world that will blow your mind. Even if it's just, even if you don't have a chance to buy anything just the experience of going to the show and walking around and seeing the remarkable miniatures that that these artists have made it will you'll never forget it it's, i have chills talking about it
0: well i want to go and i'm actually only a few hours from chicago
1: oh you have to go you have to go i will meet you there next year yes it is the most amazing experience My first year, I was at a loss for words. I didn't know where I had landed.
0: You had to take a cleansing breath before you could
1: go out. Oh, it was crazy. And so the second year, I took my mom with me. I'm like, you got to come with me. Now, she's not into miniatures at all. But I'm like, I told her, just don't look at price tags.
0: So yes, next year, meet Cindy and I for a glass of champagne, right?
1: There you go. It's a date.
0: And probably it was even more incredible back before you had as much access to the Internet. Wasn't that really your only chance to meet some of these international artists?
1: Absolutely. I mean, there's so many great artists that are now at your fingertips when you're on the Internet. It is, um, compared to what I used to have, which was nothing, is incredible that you have, I can reach anyone. Now you have access to them worldwide on a daily basis so the world has changed from the time I got involved 20 years 20 you know the the world has completely changed
0: oh it's it's opened up and one thing the internet has done has been really good for people in small niche interests like us absolutely
1: absolutely
0: before we would have been limited to our local store and now we can meet each other We can talk to people in Italy and get teeny tiny little shoes.
1: Oh, it's, it's incredible. It's remarkable. I mean, I depended and I still do depend on my dollhouse magazines. I mean, dollhouse miniatures. I, I swear by my miniature magazines because they give you the leads that you need. They have the advertisers and they give you, okay, Yep, the, you see something you love and you go I need to I need to look this up. And so you go on and you can find remarkable artists and go that and that's what I that's where I used to shop from. I but sending letters. My kitchen my, literally dollhouse miniatures magazine little ad that they did kitchens, custom kitchens. Wrote them a letter, they wrote me back. I wrote her a letter, here's what I'm looking for. She wrote me back. I said, okay, Here, this, here's what she had available. Here's what I'm looking for. She sent me back samples. Here's cabinetry. Here's t- um, countertops. Here's grand. Here's this. Here's what we can do as inserts. Here's the, what are your dimensions? Back and forth, snail mail. We designed my entire kitchen, custom kitchen. I mean, we're talking 20 years ago. That's amazing. And look at my kitchen. I still love my kitchen. It's probably one of my favorite rooms in my dollhouse. The kitchen is fabulous. And
0: one of the things I love about your kitchen, and I'm trying to think where I saw this, is you. I think you had like a little door open or a little drawer. And I started laughing because it looked like my real kitchen. You just sort (laughs) of had pots jammed in there.
1: Everything is packed. Every every drawer is packed. Every cabinet is packed. Every the refrigerator is packed. The freezer is packed. Every everything in that kitchen is packed just as it is in my kitchen.
0: It is a fully stocked kitchen, folks. I can guarantee it. Well, that's I think why you're able to recreate so many of the things that happen to you—the different dinners and everything—because you have this incredible array of things to choose from.
1: You know, but it's it's life. All I all I do is try and recreate life. And that's I put the detail in because without the detail, it's not realistic. The the details are what makes it real. It's it's yeah, I could I could I could put some dinner on the table, but I could also like I can put the real details on what it took to get that dinner on the table. And that's what makes it like a dirty mess. You know, that's, that's why you how, how, and why you got it there, you know? And that's the part that I have fun with. I, I like thinking it through and go, Okay, what exactly did it take to get it there? I'm like, oh my God, who's gonna clean this up? because Ray will tell you when i when I cook, it's I leave a storm behind me. It's like it is not easy to clean up after me, and if I'm doing the cooking, and he's doing the cleaning, he hates it.
0: My mom is like that, she's a wonderful cook, but she just it's just all out there, and she <laughs> doesn't think about what happens when we have to clean it up, yep, exactly you know, Cindy, one of the things I think is interesting is a lot of miniaturists have, you know, four houses, seven houses, but you really have just one house, but it is huge. It is magnificent. Tell us a little bit about the queen.
1: So the, the queen was, I did not have a dollhouse as a child growing up. Always wanted one, but it was just one of those things that my parents thought was unnecessary and right. never had a Barbie doll. I'm, I have two brothers, old, one older, one younger. I probably was a tomboy in my very early years. Um, my mother would force me to put a dress on. <laughs> so as I grew up, though, I wanted, you know, every girl wanted a dollhouse. And, you know, it's funny when Christmas comes around and they have like toys for tots and the angels for Salvation Army. I always select a child, a girl. And I try and find a girl who has on her wish list a dollhouse, and I always buy a dollhouse for a, a little girl at Christmas. Aww.
0: Because you didn't have one, and you want them to have one.
1: Exactly, I think that it's it's something that every girl, every little girl, should have if that's what she wants. Everyone, every little girl should have one. Your inner little girl did get one. My inner little girl wanted this beautiful dollhouse that I saw in a store. <laughs> There's this little shop that used to be, you know, 20 years ago up in New Milford in Connecticut, which we used to drive by all the time. And and one day my brother-in-law and his wife were visiting and we stopped he was fabulous. And I said, one day I want to go in there. And just on a fluke, he actually pulled in the parking lot and we went into this shop and I fell in love with this beautiful Queen Anne. And I was like, oh my God. And you know, long story short is Ray said, what are you going to do with that? And I said, my God, what am I going to do with it? I said, I would love to have that dollhouse. And so we left and my brother-in-law Grant turned around with this little bag and he handed it to me. And I'm like, what's that? And he goes, it's for your, for the dollhouse. You're going to have one day. And I'm like, what? And I open it up, and it's a little dachshund. Wiley is a dachshund, and my d- dachshund at the time was Einstein. And Aww. Yeah. And so that little dachshund is still in my dollhouse. It's he's he's the 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 favorite dachshund of the the collection. And the founder of it all, the first piece for Christmas, I did not get <laughs> the dollhouse. I had forgotten about the dollhouse completely. And we had opened Christmas presents and whatnot. And as we were cleaning up the mess and Ray disappeared and I didn't know where he'd gone. And he comes upstairs and he's got this box, this huge box, and it's really long, but it's very flat. It's only like six inches thick. I'm like, what is that? And he's like, wait a minute. And he runs back downstairs and he pulls up another box. And it's basically the same size. I'm like, what are you doing? And he goes downstairs and he brings up another box and it's a square box and it's rattling. And I'm like, what is all this? And he's like, it's the dollhouse. I'm like, what? And he goes, it's the dollhouse. I'm like, that's not the dollhouse. Like The dollhouse I wanted is in the window of that that shop we rented. He goes, oh no. He goes, if you build it, you'll love it even more. And I was like, what? And he's like, he was so right.
0: You took a gamble because you didn't really build at that time, did you? I
1: had never built anything.
0: But now that you know yourself, I mean, didn't you make extensive alterations to this dollhouse?
1: I did. But what happened was, you know, now, now I'm thrown into this world of miniatures knowing nothing. So... The first thing I do, obviously, I spend hours up at that little shop and it closed a few years later, which is very sad. But I was buying furniture, most of which, well, my master bedroom and my little girl's room, that's still the original furniture, but most of the original furniture I have moved on. Oh,
0: after 20 years, taste change. You're not going to have a house for 20 years and not redecorate.
1: Exactly. And what happened was, I started subscribing to magazines and I was reading I any books I could get my hands on, I was buying I must have twenty-five miniature books and I was learning everything I could. I was learning about building. I started saying, you know what? I don't have to follow the kit. I can do whatever I want with this. So I said, okay, I started changing up the floor plan. I removed walls. I enlarged the bathroom. There was supposed to be some silly little bathroom with maybe like a laundry room or a closet. I don't even know what it was. And I said, no, 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 no. We're gonna have a large bathroom. And I took out the wall behind between the kitchen and dining room. I made the huge man cave. I, I like, I just changed the whole thing up. I said, no, 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 no. We're if we're gonna do this, then I'm gonna do what I really want to do. Of course, it became such a. I was enamored with it, but you know, that was all, first we had to like build the thing. It was like, first it had to be built. So three years were spent just building it. And, you know, we both work full time and there was, Ray was doing the wiring for me. He was helping me, like you had to like build the first floor. Then you had to lift the second floor onto the first floor. So I needed help in a lot of that. So Ray did a lot of, he helped me a lot, but I did a lot of this, the, the building myself. And then when he did the wiring on the first floor and the exterior, we got the second, we really hadn't, no, we hadn't even wired the second or third floor or even up into the attic and years passed. I don't even know, like time, like all of a sudden the years just passed. Life goes on. It was in a guest room and it was just like nothing was happening and he, Said to me, he goes, you know, my eyes are not getting any better. He goes, if you want me to finish wiring that, he goes, we have to do something. And I was like, okay. And then, bam, everything happened. And we got busy with it. And we just really got busy with it. Like, we finished up the wiring and we just went crazy with decor Because we had done the interior. I had all the measurements of everything. I had purchased. I had so much of it. Like, it was ready to go. You were ready. You can't do any of the walling of the floors, or you can't do anything until the wiring's done. I always say, and then the fun begins, and that's exactly what happened. So the wiring was done, and then all hell broke loose. It was like it like a rocket ship. I just took off. I was like, bam, because I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and just took off, and and. It was crazy. It was like, I, I had so much fun. Now, I'm not going to tell you it didn't change because I did things and I undid them. Of course. <laughs> There's so many things that went in that went out. And how many kitchens? I think I had four kitchens before I ended up with my kitchen.
0: What about the basement?
1: Didn't you add a basement? Well, that that wasn't until um, more recently. What happened was, I had the dollhouse and it was sitting on, first it was sitting on saw horses, saw horses. So I have a hard time with that word, saw horses. And then we had to move it onto a table. So we moved it onto a table, but it was like a, like, how do you get in the front of it? How do to get in the back of it? you're back and forth. And so then he surprised me for my birthday and he got me drafting table and it goes up and down. So the nice thing about that is it's on wheels, so I can move it around. I can move it up and down. I can move it around. Oh, that's nice. So now that we've got that, I'm able to, his idea, because I wanted to add on a West Wing. (laughs) He's like, that's not happening. But he said you could add a basement because we Ah. could attach a basement underneath the table.
0: He didn't want you to keep adding on until it took over the entire real house.
1: He's afraid that this thing keeps going.
0: I see exactly where what he was thinking here, Cindy.
1: So he was thinking if you go down, it's better than going in a, in either direction. I see. Tricky. So, so that's how that's where the basement came from. And so what what happened is we ended up doing Paris, which is you know the laundry room slash wine cellar. So
0: tell us why you call the laundry room Paris.
1: Because who wants to go do laundry? Everyone wants to go Nobody. to Paris. So it's, it's I want to go to Paris. I, so my laundry room is Paris because who doesn't want to go to Paris?
0: I love that so much when you first told me that, that I'm thinking of doing my real laundry room in a Parisian theme.
1: It's so much more fun. Why wouldn't you go to Paris and, and do your laundry and have a glass of wine? It seems like the perfect, the perfect excuse.
0: I think you might have just revolutionized laundry for me and <laughs> hopefully for our listeners too. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna really think about Maybe that, Sidine. So
1: I'm onto something here.
0: <laughs> I think you really are. And my favorite thing in Paris, your Paris, is that you have an unusual place you hang clothes. Is it a deer head?
1: <laughs> Which is so funny. Philip Nouveau He's a great artist, very modern, very contemporary work. And he's on Etsy, Philip Nuveen, if you're looking for him. He always includes gifts with your purchase. He sent me this deer head. So I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And I thought about it long and hard, and I'm like, I could use this in the laundry room. And I can use it to hang my lingerie from. Hang it there to dry. So I stuck it on the wall, and I'm like, "That's not half bad." So I hung it on the wall, and so now my deer head is my laundry, is my lingerie rack.
0: I love that. <laughs> I think I'm thinking I need a real one for my lingerie rack now. <laughs> <laughs> it just brings a sense of fun. To, you know, what's really not a very fun room.
1: But you know, I hope that I bring a sense of fun to all of my miniatures. Oh, you do? I think that's really what I try and do. Me too. There may be times when I'm a little more serious or a little more, I don't know. I'm very emotional. I'm a very emotional person. I wear my heart on my sleeves, no question. I know that. I know I do. But I think that I always try and find the rainbow, you know, there's, I'm always looking for something fun. I'm always trying to find the fun in things. Yes. You know, that's just kind of where I'm, I'm at. And that's in life and in miniatures. And you can
0: see that I feel the same way. I try to do the same thing. And I think that's what I love so much about your work. I think the first picture I saw of your work was the ha- the classic, you know, hallway with the marble And it was very formal and very beautiful. And then there were these pair of, I think, uh, Louis (laughs) Vuittons that were kicked down. And I thought, you know, the red heels just in the middle of all this. And I thought, this person has a sense of humor, a sense of fun. Yes. And I think, you know, especially in the past year where things have been very serious, you know, I think, you know, the miniaturist community has grown so much in the past year. I myself started during COVID. And I think some of it is because... We need an escape. We need something we can control. We need something we else to pay attention to. Yes, yes. That's it's, positive.
1: It's it's something that we can kind of get lost in, and we can go and just.
0: Hi, Wiley. That's the dachshund, folks.
1: <laughs> can we can go play? We can go get lost in our little worlds and. We can forget about our problems for a little while, you know, and whether it's for 15 minutes or whether if it's for an afternoon, at least we have something we can escape to. And and we can forget about our worries for a little while and enjoy something that's so tiny, that's tiny enough to make a difference in our world. And I go, that's OK. That's a good thing. That's really a good thing. And we get it. I don't worry about the people that don't understand. It's the people that do get it that I go, yeah, they understand. They get it.
0: And that's another thing. I love working on miniatures. And I, you know, my son suggested I start an Instagram just for my dollhouse. And I did. And, you know, I expected a few likes. But what I didn't expect was how interactive the miniature community and how welcoming and how kind And I really do feel like I have friends that understand
1: my passion. That surprised me probably as much as it did you, that I was overwhelmed by the number, and this is three years ago, by the number of people that were out there in the miniature community. I had no, I didn't even know what Instagram was, but I was overwhelmed. And I'm like, what is this? And when all of a sudden people people were saying to me like this is amazing, and I'm like, like I was just like, what do you mean? Like this is just my dollhouse. Like I I didn't get it. I didn't understand what made it different. And I I was like trying to figure things out and I'm going and I'm like, no, like I see other people who do wonderful work. Oh my god, there's so much talent out here.
0: There is so much talent.
1: So incredible. And and loving have you ever met more loving people I go there's so much and no. you, you want to meet all these people you want to be in a room and meet them all and go you feel like you know them you
0: do and when sometimes I'll set up a scene and say I'm inviting everyone over to tea and I truly truly wish they could all come over you know
1: and people want to come and, and, and live in that in the queen and I'm like so do I. I said, come on over. <laughs> like, pack your bags. You know? don't, don't we wish we could? Don't we wish we could? I do wish I could live in the Queen.
0: So I, I have one more question about the Queen. Is there a room that you're planning on remodeling?
1: Absolutely. The next one on the hit list. Down When you go down to the basement, there's Paris, which is the, the laundry room slash wine cellar. And then on the other side of the stairs, there is a bedroom not, not fit for, for, for prime time. And my plans are to gut that. And it's, it's very like leopard print. And it's very, it's like, so just like, I just took stuff that I had. It's very cool. So if you really are into leopard print, like it's so it's too contemporary, too modern for the queen. That's the problem I'm having with it. So I'm going to put it on sale in my Etsy store. I believe I want to turn it into a wine extend the the kind of tiny bit of a little wine cellar. I want to turn it into a true wine cellar. Oh,
0: that sounds really cool. That's
1: kind of what's been on my mind. That's kind of what I've been kind of Googling and kind of looking at and kind of going, all right, what, you know, you know when you get like that thing in your head and you're just like, yeah, what would I do if? So I'm just starting to kind of look at things and go, well, what would I do? Ah, the design
0: process has started. Oh, well, I'm sure there's, There's some fantastic things you can do with that.
1: But you got the scoop.
0: (laughs) I did get the scoop. Now, going outside the house, there's actually pretty extensive grounds, right? And, And did you say it took you three years to do the landscaping?
1: When Ray got me the table, so now I've got this table, and the house is sitting there, and it's a black table. And I'm like, well, this looks awful. So... (laughs) Oh, Ray, he should have known. It's really his fault because now I'm like, well, what do I do with this? Well, you can't leave empty space. What am I going to do with this? So I said, I I said, I really have to figure out gardens that I can do. Like I have to build something around this because it just looks hideous. And, And that's really how the conversation began. And then the wiring of the house on being on one side, I said, all right, I'm, I don't want to display that, but I will build around it. So I had I knew how much room I needed to keep on the one side and then just kind of work around that. So that said okay, I need three inches on one side just to allow for that. And then I said, okay, I want a little room in the back because I need work to room sorry, room to work you know because you've got your tweezers and all your little tools that you're kind of as you're playing in the house, You've got a few things you need to have access to. So I leave myself maybe four inches to work with on the back so that I, I have a place to put things. And then in the front, all right, that's how much room I have left. So I have a need to put in flower beds and I need a walk and I need, you know, all the things I need. So how much room then do I have for that? How much room do I have on the side, the alternate side, because I want to put in, you know, a garden and a trellis. And you've got all those things in, right? You've got a pond, a little walkway. A little waterfall. I mean, I, I have, it took me, I you don't even want to know how long it took me to do all that. Googling and Googling gardens and Googling walkways and Googling koi ponds and Googling, I mean, again, I, all I do is research, research, research. What do I like? What do I like? How am I going to do this?
0: The design is just as big a job
1: as if you were going to do it. A... In many ways, it's bigger. In many yeah. ways, it's bigger because you have, to, you have to know exactly what you're doing and where you're headed and how is, how is that going to tie into the next thing that you are do. So the gardens on the right side of the front door that leads up to the front door lead to the gardens to the left of the door in the walkway that lead down to the garden that leads into the arbor that leads You know, it's just it all has to work then once you have some idea is actually taking and just carving styrofoam and start building what you think you need. And the whole thing, it can all be removed. I, it's, it's in, it's built in three pieces. I can literally just, I can walk over there now and just go ding, 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 and take it all off in three pieces. And it was built that way because one day you're going to have to move. Right. And additionally. If a fuse blows in any of the rooms, I need to be able to get under the house to change the fuse for that room. So I need to be able to remove all of the, or at least part of the foundation of the the plantings so I can slide the house off the table. Not never a fun thing to do, trust me. And we have to get in there and change a fuse. So all of that has to be removable. So in three easy pieces, I can just remove all of it and put it back on. So it's it's very well constructed. It was very well thought out. It was a very good design. I it took me forever, forever to build to design it and then build it and build it up and strengthen it and then have it conform to the shape of the house and it was I, had, I probably had more fun. I, I could have built your own gardens at that point in time. I, was, I had studied so much about this, but it's, it, I love it. I mean, I, I don't think I could do that job again. It was so big, but I can handle any other job that's not quite as expansive as that, but it, it was so much fun.
0: Well, it turned out beautiful. Well, Cindy, we've learned so much about you, the queen, the luxury closet. Um, it's just been a pleasure talking to you and finding out about your 20 years of collecting and building. It's just really remarkable all that you've done. And it's so interesting how you've really reflected all of this. It's really your heart.
1: I think it's a reflection of all of our hearts. You know, it's who we are, what we love and how we show that through our art and our miniatures are our art it's truly a reflection of who we are i encourage everyone to just follow your heart if you do you're going to come out with a, a beautiful work that is represents you
0: well i can't think of better words to close on than that so everybody out there follow your heart this week (laughs) Make something small and do something big. Nice. Thanks a lot, Cindy. It was great talking to you. Thank
1: you, Becky. I appreciate it and I had a great time with you.
0: I so enjoyed talking to Cindy about her fantastic miniature collection. And I love the way she reflects her life and her passions in her miniatures. It's really inspired me to think about what additional personal touches I can put in my miniatures to express who I am and what's important to me. That way, your dollhouse really becomes a story of who you are. Speaking of stories, you're in for a treat, as in my next episode, I interview Kathy Miller Vaughn. Kathy is the owner of Bowder Pines and the new owner of Philadelphia Minchura, the miniature show that will take place in Philadelphia in November. Kathy's life became entwined in miniatures when, as a teenager, she accepted a three-day job. Eventually, she even gets married at the Philadelphia Mentura show. So be sure to tune in on June 15th as I interview Kathy Miller Vaughn. Until then, remember, there are no rules in your dollhouse except those you create for yourself. Goodbye!